0: Do, 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 Clink! We, we never—we need to have a sound effect whenever we are not drinking a beer or opening a bottle or something. There you go. <laughs> speech, speech. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cage Cast, where we watch every single movie starring Nicolas Cage. My name is David, and I'm joined by my good buddy Josh. That's me. My good buddy Jules. Hello. And today. The veritable phantasm himself has blessed us with prisoners of the ghost land. But first things first, uh, Josh, what are we drinking? Um,
1: First things first, might I interject some some qualms that I have with some of your statements that you make? What? I mean, I
0: hardly ever make statements.
1: On a social media post that you made earlier today at uh, six hours ago. Yes. And I quote, yes. we're watching every Nicolas Cage movie, every single one. Yes. You stated that in mm-hmm. the first episode of this podcast. Yes. And then you recanted that statement whenever was, you I was, realized how mm-hmm. many IMDb credits no, he no, has. I, I was afraid. Yes. And now in that recant, we decided that we were going to watch the phases of Nicolas Cage. What? Because he is the moon that orbits our Earth. Mm-hmm. And then you just recanted your recant with that statement right there
0: so uh, sir which is it i hey listen i don't recall us ever deciding we were going to do phases but well, uh, you're in luck because it's recorded this, this is me uh facing it my fears because today. i <laughs> was i was terrified when i looked on his imdb page and realized oh god and mm-hmm. how many are there they're over over 100 yeah so I maybe mean, it'll, it'll take us a couple of years <laughs> it's like 138 a, like, yeah. I'm pretty all other sure well, but, okay, but, had just be, we're going to be watching all of his movies where he is like the lead not you know and we're not going to watch kick ass or we're not going to watch you so know, then
1: we're not watching every single you know, one
0: I don't like it whenever we, this happened last time Jules was here <laughs> you turned into a monster
1: I just, I just would like to know what the facts are I am a part of this. Mm-hmm. I would I like to know table. what <laughs> what I am a part of. Jules, what should we do?
0: Be the tiebreaker. Um, you know, I don't I'm think a there's a disagreement. Feature,
2: you guys can do whatever you want, and I'm just going to come on and mm. assist when needed. Mm-hmm. There's a
0: group text that uh, David and I are part of that oh, he Jesus. is called Mister Indecisive, and it's just listen. But the life is a buffet, and sometimes I can't decide what I want to eat. You know, and mm-hmm. sometimes I want everything, and then I change my mind.
1: Mm-hmm. We're not that far into
2: 2022 yet,
0: and you've mm-hmm. already changed your mind so many times. You know, consistency is the key to life.
2: Is this conversation between you guys like some sort of metaphor for the movie I missed? Nope. No? This okay. is just me trying to figure out what's going on. What the fuck are we drinking? Uh, whiskey.
1: Japanese whiskey.
2: Brand. I don't know what the brand is. You... Where is it? It's Hibiki by Suntory Whiskey. There. That
1: one. Thanks, I agree Jules. with it. I agree with Jules.
2: Cool. I think David and I, we actually bought you that bottle for your birthday, didn't we?
1: No, you bought it for my birthday. Oh. David bought me Apple Pie Moonshine.
0: This is like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That Moonshine was awful. Yeah, it's, I, it's still I apologize waiting. to you for buying you that Moonshine. It's still waiting for I it. mean, yeah. apparently
2: he didn't like the whiskey that much either because it's still around. Yeah, it's, it's no, true. that's how much and I, he I like it. He just brings it to group gatherings so everybody yeah, else this it. This is actually the
0: eighth <laughs> bottle <ease>. he's... <laughs> so, to kick things off, mm-hmm. I've written a haiku. Look to the ghost lands. A lone ball hero will rise. (laughs) Radioactive.
1: Bravo! You get a new
0: bandana for that one. You do. Cool. Good job. So, prisoners of the ghost lands, Josh, or Jules, or God Himself. What? What's it about?
1: I would really love an answer to that question (laughs) because I don't think a real one exists. Because I watched that movie. Here, actually, do we want to just do hot takes real quick? Do, do you, uh, hot takes. Yeah. I hate this fucking movie.
0: Ah yes, good. I want the fire. <laughs> yes.
1: I been, the credits rolled and I felt so much anger inside of me.
0: <laughs> uh huh.
1: And I've been stewing for days. Oh
0: good. Good. This is why I, I tried to wait to watch these until like the day of or the right before. No, I've That's had fresh. I've
1: had time to reflect uh i've done some soul searching mm-hmm. and the right answer is anger
2: <laughs> Jules? i thought it was a delightful movie yes thank it you it was a yes. fucking blast and it mm-hmm. was just a romp through craziness uh-huh. no and i mean i can't tell you that the story was good i can't tell you that cuz you don't Nicolas know what it Cage is was good but I can tell you that I finished the movie mm-hmm. and wasn't upset that that hour and a half or so mm-hmm. was gone.
0: Yeah. Sure. I it was wasn't a, upset. Sure. It was
1: sure. the longest hour and forty two minutes Josh, of my life I, I this have, year so I have, far.
0: I have uh three words for you. Kind of one, but it's all hyphenated. <clears throat> Hi fucking ya. Yeah. Hi fucking ya. Hi
2: fucking yeah. Don't fucking touch me. So good. So, no, no, you're talking about like what it's about. I mean, it boils down to very convoluted. I mean, it is, obviously. Yeah. I think it's one man's redemption story.
1: No, it's not. (laughs) Yes, it 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 is. Yes, it is. I'll I'll read you the synopsis on IMDb. It is pure poetry. Yeah. A notorious criminal must break an evil curse in order to rescue an abducted girl who has mysteriously disappeared. That is not factually correct, even for the movie. She was not abducted. And yeah, she didn't mysteriously
0: disappear. She left on purpose. Sure, but then she was abducted by the I think, ghost. No,
2: she just went for a joyride and then disappeared in the joyride. Yeah, but we're or missing the, the
0: main away? point is that Nicolas Cage gets a testicle blown off. Yeah, that's
2: a pretty precision bomb placement. Too, <laughs> it was. I, I was, no. very,
0: I mean, and he holds it up and it's intact.
1: You know what my note for that scene was? Huh. Man, that girl's a real ball buster.
2: Wow. <laughs> so david your your hot take
0: hot take is high fucking yeah man i have one arm and one testicle
1: david loves movies that he doesn't understand <laughs> listen, because listen, he thinks that they're good I, and that's why listen, he can't no, no, understand no. so
0: them. so last week a willy's wonderland right not good no i, but love, I had a great I time love uh, but willy's i like wonderland willy's wonderland compared to this compared to this willy's wonderland is much better
1: I understood the story better. Yes,
0: that's why it was more fun. Oh yeah, no. However, I'm, I'm not saying this is a good movie. No, no. I'm not. just saying yeah. I
2: enjoyed the time I spent watching it. So
0: for me, this movie is just uh, it. It is fascinating to watch. It, it's like watching a guy get his testicle blown off. It's it's horrifying and it's confusing. I would almost not sure rather get feel my about it, but you can't look blown. away. But you can't look away, especially when it's Nicolas Cage. Um, uh, it's... Uh,
2: Nearly dickless, Cage.
0: The, the uh... I think there's a lot of really interesting... No, there's not. ...concepts. There's really not. In, like, visual style... No. ...on it, but it's completely undercut by literally everything else in the movie. Uh-huh. So some of the set design, like, some of the... Uh, mad maxian nope. western anime nope. uh tropes josh just believe no
2: yeah somebody combined like four posters off of a kid's room of 100%. mad max yeah the anime mm-hmm. and you know whatever fucking else <laughs> together yeah, no and literally whatever what, fucking the, else there, that was the there was, set, that when they came up with the concept art for set design mm-hmm. that's where it came there down. was a
1: part uh it was towards the end of the movie and, like, it was the weird, like, chanting, ding-donging stuff with the clock. And I was just like, I feel like I'm missing something yes, that I should know. I want the director's cut. I want so, the
0: three-and-a-half-hour cut of this movie.
1: That, no. Um, <laughs>
0: There's one out there. It has to be.
1: So that's why, like, my conclusion is that this movie wasn't made for us. It's not for an American audience.
0: Hey, Nicholas Cage says it's the wildest thing he's ever done.
1: He said it was the wildest script that he's ever read. Mm-hmm,
0: sure. So,
1: And I would disagree with him.
0: <laughs> I think you have a point because there were a lot of times in this movie where I thought I had missed a plot point or something wasn't explained. Like, oh, right, there's a curse. And so these samurai that show up and the convict, uh, they're ghosts. And they've trapped these people in the wasteland. Has the world always been like this? Oh, at the end of the movie, I realized, oh, no, it hasn't. It's, it's just been like the past 10 years or something. Right, right. Oh my god, so I it's have, not I just have, a, <laughs> I have so many
1: issues. I want to dive hey, in to, hey
0: but <sighs> again, interconnected interconnectedness with Nicolas Cage cinematic universe. This is Tex McAdoo's brother or something is the governor,
1: right? He made this movie after doing Pig.
0: After doing Pig, Mm-hmm. it's just it's boggling, yeah. I, so, throughout this movie, I was like, oh, this is the same guy that was in Pig, yeah, and he was so big.
1: Willie's Wonderland and this movie were all released in, in 2021. Yeah. yeah, in the same year. Yeah, yeah. 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 He did all yeah. of these movies back to back.
2: You know, I know you guys didn't really like Willie's Wonderland. I thought it. delivered no, no, no. Me. Yeah, yeah. I had a great time. Oh, you did. So it's Josh trash. Like, but I had so, a great yeah, time. Oh, yeah. No, that's it's not the greatest thing. I thought it was fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I went in. It met my expectations. That's sure. how I like it. It delivered what it promised. Will- I will say that, like in this movie, yes. I feel like Cage could have done the same thing and not had any lines like in Willie's Wonderland. <laughs>
0: The the and this character. movie, it,
2: it probably would have been better, like because you would dude. Yeah. But we, we would have missed out on the speech. About,
0: oh yeah, oh yeah. About you know the one arm, one testicle, la, 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 the high fucking yaw. Hi, I fucking I ya. wish that there was more of that because every it there 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 needed to be more self awareness. It was this, like a
2: caricature of a movie.
0: Yeah, Like yeah.
2: So blown out of proportion. Yeah,
0: and everything took itself. Super seriously, which is weird because it is styled so heavily on a weird hybrid anime thing. Well, monstrosity.
1: So let's talk a little bit about like set design and just Kay. like the world itself. Yes. Okay. So it 100% looks like a stage production. Yes. Like it those walls look fake. They look like they could just be blown over, which makes sense because this is a low budget film. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know what the budget is. Right, Nobody you can does. tell when
0: people are, stuntmen are flying into walls, and the wall literally ripples. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah, See,
2: but I kind of liked it because I felt like it matched the like color palette and the style. Like, I felt mm-hmm. like that was almost a stylistic choice. Like, See, the- what,
1: for me, it was just it was half done. Mm. Like, if they would have just gone full ham into it, to where like it's this weird samurai cowboy kind of deal. Um, but oh my god. So you're, you're presented a world in this movie that you are given nothing. Like, I don't think there's any exposition in this movie, hardly at all, except maybe a little bit in the middle.
0: And even when it, it is, there is exposition, it's confusing because it's given by someone whose English is not their first language and there's no subtitles to it. Um, and so I, I do wonder how much of the exposition or references or imagery is lost in translation.
1: Not a lot. I watched it with subtitles on.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Because I, I I thought I was missing something. huh, And I was worried. Yeah. I
0: wasn't. So I mean, but set design that that Jules we were talking about a bit earlier, the big clock set. Right. Was definitely a location that is probably some condemned or partially finished, what demolished warehouse building or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they stuck a big old clock on on it.
1: Which I don't even know if they really did that. Because, so you have mm. three locations. You have the one street, Samurai Town. Samurai Town. Well, I guess you have four locations. So you have the one street in Samurai Town. Mm-hmm. You have the rat's little car area. Mm-hmm. You have mm-hmm. the wasteland.
0: You mean behind Walmart? Yeah. Right. You have They're, the wasteland. I and, then, that was the Thunderdome. And, like, and then. And then you have. Uh, not, and Mad
2: Max, that's where they keep it. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Then you have the clock tower. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. So. When whenever they present um the hero, Nicholas Cage, with his quest to go find Bernice. Yeah. They say something to the effect of you're gonna have to do a dangerous journey. Mm-hmm. How far away do you think that other place <laughs> it's is?
0: Probably you can probably see it from, from the out from you mm-hmm. know the walls make, yeah. of the town or something.
1: He he leaves on a bike Oh yeah, the Deuce, bike
0: scene the, cracked dude. me up. That Why? set the tone. I that was like, like as yeah. soon as that happened,
2: I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be taking this too seriously. Mm-hmm. The, that that alone set my mood for the yeah. movie to where I think I was able to just sit back and just <laughs> just witness what was gonna happen yeah. rather than really trying to dive in and figure it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: he's he's given the mission, and then they're like, here are the keys to this car. We'll talk about the fucking suit in a second here because I have.
1: They said, "Here's the keys question. to your car," like it was his vehicle.
0: Sure. Um, and he gets in, drives it about 10 feet, gets out and then s- runs like he's running away and grabs a bike, a little bicycle with a little basket on it mm-hmm. and just pedals away. I was like, okay, cool. This is great let's, let's see where this goes. He's on a bicycle, but then not 30 seconds later the samurai guardian or whatever yeah who probably should have been the main character yasajiro yeah Yasa Jiro catches up to him with the car and he's like here take the car you idiot you made your point i think i'm inferring a lot of subtext there <laughs> yeah i had no idea what that was about but <laughs> and then, it's, and then like he gets speaks. in the car and drive he, he, yeah. commit to the bike man mm-hmm.
2: yeah that, as soon as that happened that's that's the moment i knew i was like okay this isn't going to be me Trying to figure out the depth and complexity of this movie. This is going to be just a spectator sport. I'm not going to be
0: yeah. participating See, much. The movie,
2: yeah.
1: the movie is asking you to look deeper at it well, when it shouldn't.
0: It's subverting expectations. Josh.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe if you're like you know really a cinephile and you're trying to find all of that subtext and substance in every little thing. Then, yeah, it's a trick for you. I mean, it's going to throw you off the scent. But for me, whenever I'm just kind of an average movie guy, Mm. I was just like, oh, okay, it's one of these. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I got it.
0: So, about the mission, he's being sent to find what he says is his niece, Bernice. Bernice. Niece named Bernice. Bernice. A niece. Named Bernice. Mm-hmm. That, man, it's genius. Solid story, right there. That's yeah.
1: So, um, all right. We can break down the suit again. The you suit. Want to. The most complex
0: um, death trap. Yeah. Of but actually, of
1: all I years.
2: apologize. I was going to wear my leather today, but I oh. forgot to pick it up from the dry cleaners. So. Yeah,
1: Eddie Murphy still has mine. Um,
0: <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just picturing an episode in Friends when Ross is in the leather pants. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> let get him say. Anyway. Yes, Josh.
1: Um, on the location because I didn't really finish my thought there. Um, that clock tower thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely, I think is a is a set. But whenever they blow it up, that one hundred percent looked like a miniature to me.
2: Oh, it did. Like, whenever it falls, it looked like a miniature. I was like. And
1: they reused the same shot twice of it falling. Yeah. Yeah. Just like there, and then they did it again to there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's,
2: there's a bunch of inaccuracies like that through the movie, too. Like, whenever Nick Cage, like, I don't remember if it's when he first gets in the car or after he gets in the car, after he gets the bicycle, he gets in and shuts the door and like the window's down mm-hmm. and then it's just like as soon as he starts driving off the window's already up and it like didn't do any and it was just there's a couple things like that that caught my eye where I was like i usually don't notice stuff like that well he, yeah, probably that, poked out he, he probably That's, rolled uh, it
0: up in a hurry because of all the fucking dust and fog machines going off throughout this entire movie yeah probably to hide the fact that they're just on a in a parking lot of a high school or
1: something mm-hmm. well um He did say, because I watched an interview with him to explain himself, and he said that this was low budget. And one of the things that he likes about doing these low budget movies, Mm because he's done so many of them as of late, Mm -hmm. is that it is so quick that they don't have the time to sit there and get everything perfect. So it's a challenge for him as an actor to just bring his A-game and his intensity to every take of every scene.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And then he said that he basically wanted to do this movie because of the director, that he wanted to live in his world, and I wondered why. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, and it's the director's first uh, English-language film. Interesting. He's apparently well-known in Japan and does a lot of weird art house Japanese films, which makes a lot of sense. He
1: has one on Netflix that I was just like, I might watch this just to see if he's just not good Mm -hmm. or if it's just this missed the mark for me. Interesting.
0: It was going to shoot in Mexico, but then the director had a heart attack and Nicolas Cage says, hey, you know what? We're moving everything to Japan. Nice. What a stand-up guy. I know. He does. He honestly seems like a really cool dude.
2: I mean, who here would not just sit down and have a beer with Nicolas
0: Cage? I know. Nicolas, if... uh, Sir, if you are listening, please fly yourself to Oklahoma (laughs) to hang out with us. We will buy you a beer. Yes. One
1: Uh, American
0: beer.
2: So I will say that I thought, like, this definitely read as art house to me. It read as, but to me, I thought it had a larger budget. And I think that the reason I was tricked into that with a little bit of reflection was because of their use of color. Like, everything was so crisp and clean and sharp that, you know, even they, like, you know, I like I talked about with the sets, I thought it was almost supposed to have that aesthetic. It felt so... That part felt good to me. Like, I felt like they did that well. Like, I feel like it almost mm -hmm. brought up the production value.
0: I think that might be the shooting style as well of Japan and maybe even South Korean film because everything coming out of South Korea nowadays, you have those very. Bright colors, sharp contrast. Right,
2: and then that just with the juxtaposition with the wasteland with, yeah. of the the sand was just that that was good. Yeah,
0: um, they they really loved that um, gumball exploding shot.
2: Oh yeah, they used that so much. I think there's five They're minutes. They're very very proud of, that of the one hour and forty two minutes of slow mo. Yeah. Gun, which they didn't even look like gumballs; they looked like ping pong balls almost. Mm-hmm.
1: No, there was like ping pong balls, bouncy balls in there. Yeah, like, footballs. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: crazy. Well, to, a just lot of
1: Nicholas Cage balls. A lot of that stuff. That's oh. why like independent films
0: it's are. A metaphor. No, no, no. Listen, I'm gonna take you on a journey. Ready? So, I'm not ready. But at I'll, the I'll be beginning, ready. right? We we know it's established that Nicolas Cage's character was involved in a bank robbery gone wrong, and the small child that was offering them cup full of gumballs in front of a gumball machine was a casualty awful traumatic for nicolas cage's character he's haunted by this, by the memory i think right <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and 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 what what is attached to his suit what do the bombs look like little balls balls little gumballs and what gets blown off first nicolas cage's gumball <laughs> It's all connected. Art.
1: Art. Art. Mm -hmm.
0: So So, suit, uh,
1: um, it's so high
0: tech that it can...
1: Detect horny thoughts? It can
0: detect horny thoughts toward a specific individual. Mm. Um, It can detect violence toward a specific individual. Yeah. And it has extremely accurate, small controlled explosions that will just sever a testicle or sever like a nerve or tendon in your arm. Mm-hmm. whatever else yeah that was
2: that was insane mm-hmm. like the idea was cool <laughs> like you know for for kind of like a what was that movie was it Sp- crank
0: no yeah yeah something like that yeah well, like he has yeah. to yeah. keep going a right, right, right 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 yeah, so his heart driving rate, factor like that yeah to his keep heart your...
1: his heart rate has to stay above a certain uh beats per minute uh, otherwise he will just go into cardiac arrest. So yeah. that's why like, he's always doing adrenaline things, setting right, like right. burning his hands.
2: So this one's like the, the opposite. It's like he's got to stay cool and controlled, and if he starts to get escalated towards this one person, then it's going to fuck you then, up. Then it'll mm. blow up.
0: But yeah, on, on top of all that intricacy, right, you have three days to find the girl. The girl then has to speak her name into a speaker on his arm. Bernice. 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 Which will then... Uh, uh, give him an additional two days mm-hmm. on the bomb squad vest. Which, which seems I want to know the backstory about the character who created this. Which, Where is he? I mean, that
1: seems like an unnecessary amount of time since it's only one street over.
0: <laughs>
2: it's, it's probably the governor. Is probably the creator. He's 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 like the tinkerer. Yeah. He just he comes up with situations just to use his new toys, yeah. and that's what it was mm-hmm. yeah,
0: with his blood red hands. Right. You get it. He has red gloves because his hands are covered in blood. Uh That was a very subtle Uh symbolism. Mm -hmm.
2: Oh, but you know what? I will say, what's his name? Bill Mosley. Yeah. Uh, like I love Bill Mosley. I mean, I'm a big horror movie fan, and Uh him and all the like zombie, Rob Zombie flicks. Um, I've always enjoyed him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So seeing him again in this, something that's completely different than what I'm used to him in. Yeah. Um, Kind of. I mean, he's still just an awful human being and essentially murdering people, you know, mm-hmm. like, so not that different, but his little, like, you know, that effeminate southern gentleman draw that he has, mm-hmm. you Oh, know? I can't
1: do you no harm.
2: Right,
0: yeah, it was, uh. Come sit on Grandpa's lap. Oh, God. Listen up. For the sake of me, birds will fall from the sky. Lions and tigers will bow before me. For the sake of me, mountains and forests would burn themselves down. For the sake of me, everything will be mine. Welcome to my Animal Farm. Long live the Animal Farm.
1: That monologue was very much out of place and out of context. I don't know what you're. What are don't... you talking
2: about? Everything in the movie is out of
1: place and out of context.
0: And like everything's out of place. Everything is. In it place. it just there's so much in this when
2: movie that just special, no one
1: feels disassociated from itself that it just doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, and the, and then like the random parts when the whole town would turn into. Uh, west side story musical and people be dancing and singing apparently everybody knows these songs that's compulsory to sing along and
2: I don't think it's compulsory I mean I think like the I, governor has created a <laughs> yeah. like his own little paradise for him and everybody's essentially enslaved to him hmm. you know like I- there there's so
1: this is and this was my problem with uh Willie's wonder uh land is that there's it's so close to being so cool. It's mm-hmm. just like a half baked idea. Because what this movie feels like to me is almost like a student film. Which would make sense, I guess, if it's more of his first American English film or something. Mm-hmm. He's but like that's why the set feels more like a stage production to me. That's why like it's just it's very tropey, but it's not tropey in like a super creative way for me. What because would you
0: have done to Take it that extra mile that it needed.
1: What I think would have been interesting is if for the concept of the story, if if it was presenting like alternate realities, kind of almost like what Sucker Punch was trying to do to where basically whenever. Have you seen Sucker Punch? Mm, No. Have you seen Sucker I'm Punch? I'm familiar with yes. the story. Yeah. So basically in Sucker Punch, the main character, every time that she's getting like sexually molested or whatever, she goes to a different place in her mind and they do like these crazy missions to where she's killing and doing all these like really cool action things. It's like how she deals with the trauma. Right, just like how she deals with the trauma. So concept. like it almost feels like with the the town and what's going on with the governor. Cause there's definitely some creepy shit going on there is if they could have played that up some more and then make, made Nicholas's cages journey to doing that redemption or to finding Bernice as more of like this alternate reality thing, because that definitely seems like what they're trying to do, but it yeah. just doesn't like the, the dots don't connect quite don't. right.
2: Well, and I originally thought when we started this, I thought it was almost going to have some very similar ties to Nick Cage grieving how that bank heist turned out mm-hmm. and it's being told in a fantastical way of his mind trying to cope within this mm-hmm. in, in the weird new town. At first I that, thought that's what the movie like was. Like him dealing with the ghost right. of his past. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Well, that would have yeah, been exactly. really cool. So I, at first I thought that literally was what I was watching. Like and then I was like we're no. No. Well because nope. that would have been really cool
1: <laughs> because real. okay. at the end battle scene he starts to see the kid with the gumballs. Right. In like in the world, yeah. So like it would have been cool to have played up some sort of angle like that.
0: Mm-hmm. And he deals with his partner named Psycho, mm-hmm. um, who is apparently the head honcho ghost in the ghost lands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can tell
2: by the sunglasses that he's head
0: honcho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but and
1: also the fact that he can snap a finger and create a nuclear explosion. I mean,
0: the nuclear explosion effect was. So high quality, I mm-hmm. thought it was a real nuclear explosion. It was. Well,
1: also to to deviate. It was from, so
0: hot that you could see the pickles pixels. The pickles. <laughs> the, the pickles.
1: pickles. Uh, His interaction with the hero, and he's just like, "Come on, man, for old times' sake." Dude, and, and he's just, just like the single tear down Nicholas Cage's like, face. But but like just like that, Crazy. he's just like, "Okay, sure, for old times' sake, right. I'll totally do this." There's no like conflict
2: there it's just a the I'm whole gonna, big bad guy of like having to cross the wastelands with the ghost and he's just nicholas cage just has to say please and yeah they, they spend like, like yeah no, no, and, no, that's no. It? and they
0: spend they spend at least 20 minutes showing the prep of them okay we're gonna break yeah. free of mm-hmm. the wasteland right also, like it's a whole big giant build yeah, up we yeah. do this thing
1: because the movie the movie i honestly think assumes that either we don't understand what's going on or that we're stupid because there's the moment where they're telling the story for whatever reason and the weird dance thing with the slides in front of the fire in front of the clock tower to where they're, they are very much like a, there was in a nuclear explosion whenever – a because nuclear explosions, as you all know, science, when a truck hits a bus full of prisoners, uh, sure. nuke. That's how, that's how it happened. Yes. Um, I mean,
0: automobiles are highly volatile on oh, their own. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
1: oh, see, see, there's some yeah. blowing up in the background right now just because they're sitting.
0: There. I mean, if I'm ever in a find myself in an actual movie universe and there's a hailstorm coming, I'm going into the middle of the country where no cars are, because in the city, all the cars will immediately explode. They get hit the and then they <coughs> flip over. Yeah, it's over. But
1: you see the the slideshow story. And it has the prisoner with the sunglasses, and then like mm. he's he's been in the visions a couple times. We've seen him multiple times, and we know that that's who that is. So like, whenever that reveal comes, and he Nicholas Cage even has that flashback. He's like, "Oh yeah, that story that I saw ten minutes ago—that's oh, my, my buddy." And
0: it's just like, of course it fucking is. I'm like, oh, the girl I who I thought whenever they're running out and the the cops are firing into the crowd after a psycho and the hero. And the random extra gets shot. It turns out it's not just a random extra. It's it's actually the girl.
1: Young Bernice. It's young right.
0: Bernice. And that's when I realized, oh, this is like fifteen <coughs> years ago that this yeah. happened. I thought it was six months. Yeah. Oh, if that. Yeah. Like yeah. the dude has just so been recently present. It's because mm-hmm. the visual language is uh, it's not distinct enough between flashbacks, flash forwards, or even going into what Josh was talking about, the, the ghost visions, everything seems so much the same that it's hard to tell. Um, maybe that's why the story doesn't flow as well because it's just, it's so monotonous in tone. I mean, that could be one of the reasons. It's the reason. I think. The one reason. <laughs> yeah. If it was
2: just that one thing. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah.
1: Ten out of ten, yeah. Whenever the realization was that she's she's the girl that got shot in the leg, mm-hmm. I I just got I got so mad. <laughs>
0: and how he immediately is like he walks up to her and says, "It was me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "I I don't know who the fuck you are, dude."
1: <laughs> yeah, why? He looks the exact same.
0: Everybody <laughs> they never else's once, age, they never but once him interacted. In that in that vision mm. or whatever it was. Oh um, my god! So I want to talk about her for a second. What do you guys think about Sophia Botella? Botella? Mm-hmm. Sophia's role performance, whatever in this movie.
1: I don't like it.
2: No, I feel I'm, like. I mean, I think she did what she was told to do. What she was paid to do, yeah. right?
0: Do you think those were real tears whenever she had those emotional scenes? Like,
1: I'm sure because I. I think that she's a good actress, and mm-hmm. I only say that because I've seen her act bad in another movie. She but, seems
0: great in all the trailers I've seen her in.
1: But I think that she is good. I don't like her haircut. The bangs? Yeah, the, the straight across, like, mid-tier bangs.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> a thing that got me when he was searching for her, and he arrives to the ghost town, or whatever they want to call it, the clock town. And he's holding up the picture and going from person to person. And these are obviously Japanese women that he's going up to and looking at. And like, ah, it's probably not her. When she looks so distinctly different. <laughs> so not Japanese. Mm-hmm. That's just well, that's and funny. Also,
1: the, the, one of the girls in the photo is on the cart next to him. And he doesn't Why connect he? those dots. Was
0: he injured? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that yeah, part, too. I was
2: like, what the fuck? Was, it's like,
0: that bitch right there is one of her friends. I know. Ask her. Ask her. Uh, was he injured that badly in that car accident that he could not lift himself off that cart?
1: No. He, he, he was just... He just, just
2: laid uh, there. No, he's just a free cart ride. Yeah. I guess. I mean, and then you, know, you can either walk through the desert or you can get a free cart ride, so...
0: I mean, it's like a 10-minute walk. Still. If even. It's hot.
1: So hot, especially
2: in all that leather. It's like <laughs> a sauna.
0: And then his arms, like, festering.
2: Right. Well, and also, like, you know, his testicle's still, you know, probably hurting.
0: You're, you're in the medical field. I am. If you get a ball blown off, what are your chances of survival?
2: I mean, I would imagine good. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: What are, your ch- what are the chances that you would want to survive?
2: I mean, Good
0: mm mm-hmm. okay
2: i mean I'd, I'd rather live with one ball than die with True. one ball you I mean, know
0: i guess well, i mean i guess maybe the explosion cauterizes it immediately oh yeah no that's what i was thinking it's like, like a lightsaber ball. Well, also,
2: it seemed yeah that's the the precision that they try to like elude has happened it just pop right that it pops up also the scene when it happens yeah right the take fuck it was that take it off Take yeah, it off. Right, right. And just like hurt, like pouring the water in her mouth. Oh, yeah. That scene was it's, so it's, fucking it's, weird and out of place. I was like, um, I'm used to feeling uncomfortable in Nicolas Cage movies. This, and not just because of Nicolas Cage. I feel like he's just in some movies that, that they sure. shoehorn weird shit like that. Sure. That was fucking weird. It was, it was
0: very do,
1: weird. Do you know that Nicolas Cage fought to keep that scene in the movie? Because he thought it was important with everything going on in the world today with Me Too and women's rights that you need to not treat women that way.
0: He's an ally.
1: Well, you know, (laughs) good for him. Mm -hmm. He basically said that he read the script and saw that one of his balls would get blown up, and that's why he signed
2: on.
0: I mean, to be honest, though, how many actors can say... Yeah, I was in a movie, one of my balls got blown off. Yeah, the producer... Uh, So, what happened in
2: this scene is I'm pouring water into this woman's mouth, and she just has this very seductive look. So, I started getting hard on, so my leather suit blew off my left nut.
1: You know how hydration is just so fucking sexy?
0: I mean, in a desert, it could be.
2: H2-fucking-O, man. Oh, yeah. Just take it off. Hi, thanks for calling the Cage Cast. Today, we're drinking water. Water.
1: Not Gatorade or that bullshit. We're just pouring water into
0: each other's mouths. So, (laughs) I'm lost now. I'm lost. Can I bring up
2: something that, like, just, you know, everything is just where did that come from? Yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whenever the granddaughter with the robot toy. God, I hated her so much. Oh, my God. Yes, I did too. But then, randomly in the fight, like the end fight, right? She just gets up. And randomly finds a fucking machine gun, a mounted mm-hmm. minigun. and then just starts laying into everybody. Uh-huh. All the core. like I was just like, uh, uh, and "Well, then did she get uh, shot?
0: She gets shot multiple times,
1: right? Did you not see the foreshadowing whenever she had the the robot? Oh yeah, the robot
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. She did that. I Multiple times.
0: Oh my god. Was she supposed to be special? I'm glad
1: you asked that because I had that question too. And or is I that wasn't... just
0: an acting style? Or if it
1: is, it just because English isn't her first language? Maybe I or really she's just not a good actor.
2: I mean, I almost all the, the above. I the vibe I read when I initially got her character, whenever I was originally trying to take this movie real seriously, was like abused. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that was kind of the, the vibe I read initially. And that's probably why she hated these people, my just True. shooting them, all that stuff. I got a very abused vibe off of her, yeah. which I think read really well.
1: Yeah, and I agree, because she... It seems like her character is supposed to be that archetype of the "I am abused, I am trapped." I yeah, am... I feel like she
2: was almost being groomed by the mm-hmm. governor. You yeah, know, like it's not actually his granddaughter; it's just that's what he well, calls her. He
0: calls all those all those girls granddaughter. right
2: granddaughter, niece, whatever. All his you hair know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I mean, I definitely got that kind of grooming, but you know, so
1: vibe to the point of her like machine gunning everybody down. Didn't like. Are the cowboys, air quotes, and the samurais not on the same side? Are they against each other? You know, do they not like the governor? Because I don't know the the silent samurai bodyguard of the governor just fucking mows those people down right so i, thought multiple was, times. I, thought,
2: I was like oh is he gonna redeem himself because in the beginning he's got his sister that's like no the governor's not a good man yeah and so i thought that was him like being like oh yeah, yeah. okay fuck the governor's people but then he's like no i just wait like laid out all these people so that way i could get to hero mm-hmm. and well, kill him one-on-one well, yeah the, 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 for the governor but, mm-hmm.
0: but but the thing is right that the final battle when it's obvious that the, uh, the samurai is going to turn against the governor. Right. And he starts to, to. Does he kill turn against and, the governor?
2: Huh? Does he? Yeah. No, he just kills all the governor's people, but it well, almost that, looks yeah, like just he's to get done in Nick that, cage. He's done but that. Why all,
0: though? Why, why does he still want to kill Nick cage? If he's going, if the, Nick cage is going to yeah, kill, so the So governor. that's what I'm saying. Right. He's
1: not going against the governor. He's killing them. So he can kill Nick cage because he's already killed the other people of the governor. Throughout this entire movie
2: the fact that we've got to validate <laughs> these actions in some way like oh he killed his own men because he wants to kill the bad guy himself to save uh, his own men again mhm yeah.
0: i will say the one there were two genuine laughs that i got in this movie the first one was when he got his testicle blown off the second one is at the, at their fight at the end between the samurai and hero when the samurai kicks him in his nutless groin, mm-hmm. and they go and they posture and they square up, and the Nicholas Cage just goes, "Ow!" Yep. And they both Damn. just like rest for a bit because <clears throat> there's so much pain. That was that funny. was that was pretty. That was funny. good.
2: Yeah. Well, that and for me, high fucking yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Was of just like <laughs> like I literally you know I watched this while I was at work in some downtime, and mm-hmm. it was just. Usually I'm not laughing out loud at stuff that I'm watching at work, but I right. just started laughing and everybody was giving these funny <laughs> looks. And I'm like, I, I can't explain it. Don't ask. Yeah. like,
1: legitly, I can never explain any just one part of this movie. Oh yeah, and
2: some people were looking over my shoulder, like, "What the fuck are you watching?" And I was like, "I, I, I wish I knew. I can't tell you. Like, it's
0: a fever dream of something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: that would have worked so much better.
0: Yeah, no, I, I definitely, I think the thing that would have fixed this totally for me to take it to the this is awesome. Still, it wouldn't be good, but it would be rad. Mm-hmm. Is if there was more Nicolas Cage-isms. I wanted more of the high fucking yaws. I wanted more of those catchphrases. More of the explosive, I got one arm and one testicle. I wanted I wanted More those, samurai sword arm. More samurai sword. Just lean into that and don't take yourself so serious. Um, this is the fourth film. He partnered with the production company. I think it's XYZ. They're the guys that did Mandy, Colorado Space. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we'll get to. And, th- and I'm really and, looking uh, forward to those. Uh, Mom and Dad are Home, or what was it called? Josh, you wanted to see that one. Or you, maybe you've seen it.
1: No, I haven't seen it. I wanted to see it.
0: Um, but all those are, again, weird art house films. So I'm interested to see those, because those have been received way more positively. Um than this one, I think you know, it was well, just because the director and yeah, what well, I, I think that the
2: dude one. who did the color out of space, mm-hmm. um, is originally, uh, whenever that first came out, like, that was like right before COVID or right as COVID's kind of started. I think he was originally going to do another Lovecraft movie, I think it was like the Dunwich oh. Horror, oh, cool, if I remember right. Okay. Um, and I think that he was actually looking at Nicolas Cage for that as okay. well, okay, which I would be so on board for.
0: I'm, I'm cool, cool, cool. Quick question
1: you did yeah. bring this up a little bit about the production company, um. How many production companies are usually attached to a movie? My
0: first note is this these are some of the most totally jarring studio credits I've ever seen.
1: Oh, 100%. How many? How many how many do you think I are? I mean any-
0: at least 7.
1: Yeah.
2: You got to guess? I mean no, I mean that's yeah, 7. Yeah, 8. Yeah. Oh, okay. There's 8.
0: And they each had their own theme song that were totally different from each other and mm-hmm. my I first mean, note
1: is what the fuck is going on with these studio credits?
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, because usually if they're that totally different, they just have like some sort of eerie background music or something, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of ties them together. That way, even though the visuals can be different, you yeah. get something. But yeah, that I, I was like, what the fuck? It's still that going? That should have been
0: our first hint. Mm-hmm. That should have been our first hint.
1: Oh, it was. This movie's got so
2: much
0: production
1: that we need so many people involved in this. But legitly, I cannot find anywhere with a quick Google how much the budget is of this movie, which is is somewhat concerning, not really concerning, but like it is very interesting. I can tell you how much it made at the box office though. Mm -hmm. Do you know? I'm pointing at David.
0: I'm (laughs) going to guess. I mean, less than a million. I'm going to say, 87 grand.
2: 80. Oh, Jesus. What do you think? Uh, I'm going to go with like 1. 1.2. 1. 1.2? $63,000. Yes! Yeah! I overestimated nine. the power of the cage Wow! Bro. Wow. That's insane. Well, you know, and I do feel like this movie was actually marketed wrong. Like, I feel like it was actually marketed to a larger
0: audience. Well, it really played into the, the thing that's popular nowadays with, days with action movies with the... Uh, the bright neon, right? Bright colors, colors purples, A big pinks. name like Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like action sequences, over like, the top. Right.
2: I felt like it was marketed as kind of a weird stylized action movie, like you'd get, you know, with like Sucker Punch. I mean, that was definitely had like a bunch of cool action. sequences. Oh, yeah. Or even like a, oh Scott Pilgrim, right? Mm-hmm. David's favorite movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I love the script read.
2: Um. But,
1: so. Um. By the way, that number is worldwide.
0: Oh, oh shit! God. Maybe that's why they don't release the budget because they're like, well, we're all going to prison for not paying our debts. I wonder how much of that Nicholas Cage, like how much did Nicolas Cage get paid for this movie? Billions. I mean, all, I mean, the whole budget.
1: Mm-hmm. But back to Jules's point. Continue, Jules. Were you done?
2: Oh, I was done. Oh. oh. Yeah.
1: Because I think that, I agree. I
2: <laughs> No, but I think for for you, your one saving grace of the movie, like how could you fix this? Mm-hmm. You know, what's the extra mile could have gone? Yeah. I think if this just would have been a fever dream. If the bank heist was real life, mm-hmm. this maybe he got shot or something in yeah. the aftermath of that, and then this is him trying to reconcile what actually happened. It's like
0: the space between him and death, like that little Right, moment. exactly,
2: and this is where that happens, and in that place, you can kind of have a reason to be completely wild and out there yeah. and nonsensical. Well, and also for
1: spatial awareness, to not even be thing like right. I mean, or time like if we're talking about how the past oh, and
2: mm-hmm. present sequence didn't have that jump it would give validation for well, that even, even
0: time again there's a huge motif about the clock mm-hmm. and the whole cult of of the clock tower in yeah. the town where they're day and night straining to keep it from ticking on right mm-hmm. and there's the tick tock tick tock uh, chants and everything it would have been very interesting to if, if it was the moment his fever dream in the moment between life and death, and he does die at the end of this version, right, where he's trying to reconcile with the ghosts of his past. The reason why his subconscious is is holding straining
2: on, straining against yeah. the
0: ticking of the clock, is because he needs more time to
2: reconcile, reconcile. his guilt, yeah, yeah,
0: and redeem himself. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's why at the end the climax is they let go of the rope. And time keeps on clicking, ticking on. Right. And he's able to let go time and, mo- and die. Keeps on slipping. Yeah. So, Josh, we've we've done this thing, on the 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 Nicholas to Cage scale.
1: I mean, we normally do this at the end. I'm not done talking about this. Oh, movie. keep keep
0: talking, bro. I'm sorry. I apologize. Josh came prepared. I apologize.
2: Listen, audience. The Fire of Hatred. I didn't know we were taking notes, so uh I'm just kind of kicked back. Everybody else has got their like, you know, little bullet points ready.
0: Oh no. We've talked about all mine. N- Josh has just got the The Fire of Hatred. He's on page eyes.
2: 2 of 6.
0: He's wrote a dissertation mm-hmm. on why this movie is trash. So As <laughs> yes, he checks his watch.
1: Sorry, there was a kid ringing at my doorbell um there's a part where we we're gearing up they're going to take back time they're going to go through they're going to they're going to do it so you have like your your typical action movie gearing up we're going to go take on the we're fucking ghost we're going to war we're doing all that kind of shit they're like you know rat how how can we get these cars going why do you have these cars? Why
2: are they so fancy? That whole scene I thought when he was like, Hey, do you have gas for this thing? He's like, Yeah, I do. And he's like, Well, I just want the gas, not the thing. I'm like, Yeah. Why not take the big fucking car? And, like, and, and he like- takes
0: the gas <laughs> tanks and fuels it in puts the, the gas into his car that is obviously total. Right. It right, is, yeah. it is no. on its side. On a slab of concrete, right. it's it, like there's, it's, no, it just needs some gas.
2: That's it. That's You're not, all. You
0: can you can maybe start the car. I
2: called AAA. Not, they said, "Have you put gas in it?" And I was like, "Oh, you know what? You're right. I I have you tried turning it off and that. turning it back on again?" All right, sorry um, to interrupt. But
1: so you have this this gear up ramp up scene to war, and they he puts on a football helmet and they walk legitly ten feet. And then that's where Psycho and the yeah. Samurai Ghost people are, and he just takes the helmet off. It's one take. And, like,
0: and he struggles taking it off, too. Mm-hmm. It was,
2: that's just a, it's so frustrating to me. What do we think about the helmet? The amount of exasperated size coming from Josh is amazing.
0: <laughs> what do you think about the helmet, Josh? It's stupid. Do you think it's it's regal and badass? No. Sleek? useful practical
1: this goes back to it like the the way that the cowboys act in in samurai town which we didn't learn the name of it until the very end whenever nicholas cage says i think samurai town's gonna be Wait, okay it's your own
0: damn fault it's in the synopsis of the movie
1: uh-huh um but it's the way the cowboys act the way that he's wearing a football helmet that makes me think that this is not made for americans it's made for what people think Americans are like and what Americans do like. Yeah. Because they're like, man, Americans love football. Put a football helmet on them. Oh, the Wild West was in America. Have them talk like cowboys. I'm well, a cowboy. There's
0: also that thing when the governor says, bring me America. And mm-hmm. it's just a bunch of money. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Which was kind of funny. <laughs> Which was very funny.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah. You any, wanna- any more hatred?
1: I mean, I could I could talk about how much I
2: dislike this movie for a while. It what? was so fun though. It, like I mean, it, as long as you just it, take it, 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 like it's just like it was. So well, I'm not saying it was a good movie, but I like I was just kind of grinning and laughing and enjoying the whole ride of it the, the whole time. The problem,
1: the problem that I have with it, and it's the same problem that I have with Willy's Wonderland. is mm. So like, there's there's a film theory that's called it's campiness. So it's when a movie's so bad it's good. Right. But you can never be so bad; it's good on purpose. You can't be self-aware of right, it. Right. Right. So, the thing that bothers me about this movie, and that bothered me a little bit about Willy's Wonderland, is that like they are trying, but they're not tr- like they're not really trying. It, it's very much like first draft. And I know that they're low budget kind of stuff, and I can see. With Willy's Wonderland, I can see how that can be a really cool movie. Like, if they actually do make a sequel, I think that they could do something really cool. Yeah. Because, like David even said on, on that episode, that that movie was should be made to be released to, like, streaming services, yeah. and it would be perfect. Oh, yeah. But to do a theatrical release of it would be insane because you would just be upset that you spent that much money on it. But right. if you just log on, you stream it, and it's just a good time that's fine. Well,
2: I think we are getting a lot of these hybrids where, cause with, uh, Willie's Wonderland and with this one, most of the time you're able to buy them, uh, digitally at the same time they're in theaters mm-hmm. or rent them very quickly after. So I think we're kind of in that in between to where we're going to get some movies like this where they're definitely not worth theater price, right? but I paid 99 cents to rent it and had a grand old time. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that just with the releases that we're going to have now and the, covid times and with all the streaming services coming so big and all the deals that that are being made right i think that we're going to have a bunch of these that are kind of like that that kind of straddle the line of being immediately available and theatrical releases Mm -hmm. yeah
1: but like it the thing that upsets me about it is that like it it could be cool like especially if it if the movie was as cool as the poster looks
2: Oh, yeah, that poster's rad.
1: That poster's so cool looking. Well,
2: And the trailer was pretty cool. Sure, yeah. sure. Well, in my headcanon, you know, what does make this movie pretty cool, this is in the same land as Mad Max. Okay, George Miller has his own world, and this world's just slightly across, like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's just a little further out. Furiosa could drive just a little further, well, th- and you've been to Gastown, you've seen the Bullet Farm. Now let me introduce you to Samurai well, Town. Well,
0: Mad Max cano- canonically is in post-apocalyptic Australia, Whereas uh, this is canonically in Japan.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, listen, okay, so we don't are, know how it post. All are, right, maybe tectonic plates have shifted this shit around a little bit. All right, yeah, are we're those, back to a are Pangea those not situation. connected by
0: land? I mean, isn't everything technically connected by land? Yeah.
1: I'm Oh, that'd be interesting to see, like a Mad Max on the water.
0: It's called Waterworld.
2: It's called Waterworld. <laughs> no. No. All right, Josh is still trying to compute.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, uh huh. So, want to do the scale, or you want to keep ranting?
1: No, we can do the scale. Okay.
0: So we usually do a scale of Nicholas to Cage mm-hmm. on Nicholas Cage's performance. Um, Nicholas being like, "Oh, you're a fine actor, sir," and then Cage being one testicle. You know what I mean? So, uh, Jules, what do you think? What do you? How would you rate? Mr. Cage's uh,
2: from Nicholas to Cage, vibrant performance from Nicholas to Cage, Nicholas to Cage. I mean, they were definitely Cage this time, and I think on purpose, like purposefully so. This was a movie that called for Cage, and Cage brought Cage, Mm -hmm. and yeah, one hundred percent Cage.
0: Yeah, Josh,
1: I'd say it's probably like um, like a seven to Cage. So like Nick, Nick Cage, Nick, Nick. Yeah, not full Nicholas. But it's Nick Cage. It's Nick Cage. Yeah. Jizz. Yeah, Nick I would say,
0: I would say the intensity, the depth, and the commitment to this role impressed me, moved me, and it's the cagest thing I've ever seen in my life.
2: Take the, it off. I think. Take it off. Actually, oh yeah. We we really screwed right, up. Is it take it off or is it take it all like? He's trying to get her to drink the water. I don't remember. What it was. I don't know. It doesn't matter. This seems so fucking
1: weird. We actually have a misstep in our podcast because we should have we should have done this with Jules being the first. This his his first cast. Um, mm-hmm. Where are you in your walk with Nicolas Cage? Mm-hmm.
2: Well, there's been times in my life where there's been two sets of footprints on the beach. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Then there's other times when there's only mine. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I've had cage with me for a while yeah you know i mean i
1: like do you remember your first nicholas cage movie
2: i okay so back whenever i was younger i wasn't a big movie person um it wasn't till i met andrea that she kind of got me more into learning actors and directors and such mm-hmm. so i think the first movie that i can recall watching that i knew that man as nicholas cage was probably gone in 60 seconds okay yeah. um yeah, yeah. that that he was the person as the actor mm-hmm. um I mean it's been forever, but I've seen some of his older movies like Con Air. That was before that, wasn't it? Yes. Um, you know, and Wicker Man's really good. Mm-hmm. So like he's obviously National Treasure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a lot. I've I've watched a lot. And then obviously like I love like Mandy and Claire Out of Space. Those were great cage movies for me.
1: Have you like either no, I think I asked you this, but have you seen like Face Off or? snake eyes or
2: No, I haven't seen Face Off or Snake Eyes.
1: See, and I wonder if that's why like I am more apprehensive to give him a full cage mm. because I've I grew up watching those movies oh, okay. and I've seen those yeah, movies. More context, yeah. So like I have a I have a an idea of how crazy he can get.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean I think okay. this one won my full cage just because of the fact that you can tell that's what they purchased in their budget. Mm-hmm. They wanted high fucking yeah. Oh yeah. They wanted don't touch me. Like they that's that's exactly why they got him. Like yeah. I think this part could have been played by anybody. Mm-hmm. And it I, I don't know. Like does the cage make the movie? For me, it did. But yeah. for the movie's sake, would it have been that different if somebody else had that position? I mean,
0: what if Keanu Reeves was in the in that role? I high know. fucking yeah. Yeah, dude. It could still work. I know Kung Fu. Yeah. Keanu Reeves, the, the line separating Keanu Reeves, and I love him to death. But the line separating Keanu Reeves and Nicolas Cage is pretty thin. Oh, it
2: is. It's just it's like it's, it's the the energies so, are just on different sides of the scale. One swings very far right, the other very far it's, left. It's
0: manic versus depressive, right, right, but it's that same energy. It's just which Absolutely. way it swings. Absolutely. And and Keanu got very lucky with the John Wick films that kind of rebooted his uh, his his matrix (laughs) we're going to give this guy a a Nick Cage
2: Nick Cage Nick Cage I think Mm -hmm.
0: so any other final thoughts before some Nick Cage trivia no
1: no I'm I'm ready to be rid of this
0: I mean I can't wait for the next film we're going to read about that but
1: so oh uh, also none of the none of the fight scenes really worked all that well because they they were trying to be Quentin Tarantino. Oh, yeah. But they, they didn't quite work. There was one kill that the samurai had of the drunk other samurais mm. to where he cut a dude's head off inside of a lantern. And that blew I was just like, oh, man, that's so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and just, also,
0: there was the, more there, of that. There's the slight delay before.
2: Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. also the uh, it did crack me up, too, which I mean, it was fine because uh, I knew what I was watching. But the blood spray was often misaligned with where oh you, yeah cut. the hose is like yeah on his shoulder when it should be mm-hmm. on his yeah. neck yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 for sure i found it endearing
0: mm-hmm. 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 so the cage trivia for this week is a story about when he was uh filming ghost writer or on a press junket for ghost writer spirit of vengeance in 2011 this is from MentalFloss.com. uh While promoting Ghost Rider, Spirit of Vengeance in 2011, actor Idris Elba recalled an incident on location in Romania that exemplifies Cage's professional commitment. Noticing Cage appeared tired one day, Elba asked if he had gotten any rest. And he says, Yeah, man, I went up to Dracula's castle, the ruins up in the mountains, and I stayed the night. I just had to channel the energy, and it was pretty spooky up there. So Nicholas Cage spent the night in Dracula's actual castle, but it's it's a ruin and it's not an actual functioning castle.
2: That does not surprise me at all. No, one hundred percent. That's sounds because he upright. used to have a house in Louisiana that was filled like it used to be. Um, oh, what's her name? Oh, it's some woman who used to bathe in blood. Um, oh yeah, Angelina Jolie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I'm forgetting her name. But yeah, it's so, so somebody in Louisiana. Uh, uh, I think it might be Madam something. Um anyway so like he actually bought her house specifically for that oh, and yeah. he used to have like collected like cult shit if i remember right. Interesting. Um he's super into that stuff one of the reasons i like him because i'm into yeah. weird shit too. Interesting. But interesting. Well yeah.
0: he's going he's going to be playing Dracula pretty soon here. Uh, not calling flick. Uh also a fun fact about this movie he met his fifth fifth wife while filming this movie. I think she's like 23 or something like that. Oh. I don't know if she's an actor in it.
1: Elizabeth or
0: something
2: she was a hungarian noble woman who was a serial oh, well, i elizabeth, you were talking well, about well, no I know. <laughs> elizabeth bathory yeah well there's another one that was in um i thought there was another one in louisiana because yeah elizabeth bathory was the original one yeah
1: that's the only one i've ever heard of
2: yeah i thought there was another one in louisiana too um uh, she may not have bathed in the blood she may have drank it or something i don't know something weird like that yeah
0: no. well that's going to do it for this episode uh next week Next episode, oh boy, we're moving out of 2021 and into 2020 with a film called Jiu-Jitsu.
1: Oh, but I thought we were doing every single Nicolas Cage movie ever, and the next one should technically be The Croods, semicolon, A New no, Age. No, no, no. No,
0: we're no. We're, we're, we're not doing like the animated ones where he plays a supporting role, so we're not going to do Into the Spider-Verse where he's sp- ba- Spider-Man. Every single movie Nope. Ever- Mm. <laughs> nope. The plot of Jiu-Jitsu reads as this. Just a little bit of a teaser. <clears throat> Every six years, an ancient order of Jiu-Jitsu fighters joins forces to battle a vicious race of alien invaders. But when a celebrated war hero goes down in defeat, the fate of the planet and mankind hangs in the balance. I think he's, he's going to mentor the new hero. I don't know.
1: Some of that. The average IMDb rating on this movie is 2.9. I know.
0: <laughs> that's the, out of, next, for next week? Uh-huh. Yeah.
1: That's out of 10, by the way. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Let me look it up on rot- the Rotten Tomato score real quick.
1: Yeah. This one has a 4.2. Willy's Wonderland had a 5.5. Big 5. has a 7.
0: Well, uh, 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 Prisoners of the Ghost Land on Rotten Tomatoes has a 65. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Here we go. Jiu-Jitsu. 28%. Oh, boy. (laughs) But a 64% audience score.
1: See, I really feel like people just watch these movies not because of the movie. They're really just watching because of Nicolas Cage. Like, they just
0: want to see him. Yeah. I mean, that's why we're doing this, right?
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I mean, especially this movie is a little bit of both. I mean, I... He definitely added to my enjoyment of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's 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 always a fun ride to watch it. And you know what they say about fun rides, Josh. Is that whenever you ride... Whenever you, you take... When you take the ride, you got to buckle up, because otherwise, if you crash yeah I have a question for you and you don't have insurance uh-huh. it can be detrimental to your health mm-hmm. and